Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Cricket Podcast. I think it was a disgraceful performance, and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast. Uh, it's me, Maxwell Brown. I'm joined by Ross Legg. How are you, Ross? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, a great day of cricket um, we've just experienced there. Um, had a little bit for everything, didn't it? Both there for the bowlers, no, there for the batsmen, there for people who love talking about pitches more than they actually like cricket, and also there for um, yeah, the people who love and hate baseball simultaneously. Very, very much so. Um, what it didn't have was um, Jack Hope with us. Jack is uh, in Paris, enjoying mm. the city of love. Um, so uh, I hope he has a lovely time and I hope he managed to watch some of it because, um, it was, it was all good fun before we get into it. Uh, the usual messages, please do like, uh, subscribe on YouTube, whatever platform you get your podcasts on, follow us, Twitter or X, X now. I still mm. say Twitter. It's still got the Twitter logo. I should probably update that. Um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We have a TikTok, I think. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know. I'm too old for TikTok. Um, but all of those great things, um, please do follow us uh, and get in, involved. Um, but might as well get straight into it. We're on the clock. Ross has got to get back to work, um, as do I. So uh, <laughs> let's dive straight in with the usual summary of the day. Um, and so I have a friend, right? A friend called Ben, mm-hmm. who came up with this weird idea once that he described as sundowning and basically what it meant was if we were going out he would drink as much as he possibly could before sunset and then wouldn't drink anything else afterwards with the idea being that he wouldn't have a hangover because he'd spend most of the time while he was out processing the alcohol and wouldn't be hungover right does that sound mm-hmm. logical um yeah it didn't it didn't end well um but that was what it seemed like today was going to be it was all action, helter-skelter, carnage for the first session, drinking as much as you can before lunch, and then um, just gradual sedation 
calmed down. Um, a real uh, uh, just sort of gentle slide in towards the rest of the day. And it looked as well at one point that that gentle slide was going to involve what normally happened when Ben tried this tactic, which was stumbling into the floor and being dragged home. Mm. Um, but uh, no, because Joe Root was there. Joe Root was there and he was back playing Joe Root cricket. <laughs> he designated driver, Joe Root. <laughs> designated driver, Joe Root. Took him home. He took Ben home and got him into bed safely. <laughs> and that meant that England ended the day 302 for seven and not throwing up all over themselves. Um, he was ably supported by Ben Folks for that second session. And and they, they yeah, commandeered England to the end of the day admirably. Um, but obviously, everything that happened before that was was mental. Zach Crawley's off stump went cartwheeling. He got a reprieve. Um, and then basically his response was just to go mental and try and smash the ball all over the place. Ollie Pope was somehow LBW. I'd I still can't process how that one Do you know, was, it was one of those, in my, in it was like those ones where, uh, you know how we say sometimes umpires give you out because of the shot you played. I feel like DRS just gave it out. Come on, Ollie. You can't be playing that shot, mate. You deserve to be out. Um, yeah, press, yeah. press the button. You're out of here. Um, and of course, the best one was Ben Stokes, wasn't it? What, what, a, what a ridiculous delivery that, um, that got rid of Ben Stokes, bouncing about one centimetre off the floor from back of a length. Um, so, and yeah, so, I love, like so that kind of stuff, Max, I, I love because you don't normally walk to an LBW. But no. I think we've all been there. Like, I, <laughs> I've, walked, I've, yeah, I've walked to an LBW before. You've definitely walked to an LBW yep. before. And it was great to see that happen at the highest level, right? And probably one yeah. of the best cricketers in the world. Kind of just be like, yep, see you later. I'm off. He literally just picked up his bat and was like, I'm not playing anymore. This is silly. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking my ball home and I'm not, not coming back. Um, yeah, it was it was incredible. But, um, I mean, Ross, I, it's nice to see that you now have an evenly curated uh, set of facial hair. Um, hmm. The half beard is gone. Um Obviously, that was an ode to people and what they were talking about with with Basball, right? And mm. what I'm thinking, for, as a as a as an external observer of cricket, I've seen England collapse after Root played this ridiculous shot. Everyone go mad in the media and say, "This is not how you play cricket. You should be more circumspect and and you know more more uh, play play traditional Test cricket." Mm. And um, and then Joe Root and Ben Folks did that for the best part of two sessions. And England did 302 for seven. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, Jeffrey Boycott, Jonathan Agnew, they're all right. Yeah, they're right. They, they got it spot on. So tell me I'm wrong, please. Explain so I, it. I, so my, my, my view is that it's, um, basketball is a state of mind, isn't it, obviously? Um, but I think it's also about all of the criticism that kind of came that way and, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing this, they were looking for absolute perfection in every single England cricketer. Joe Root is a kind of the closest thing we've got to perfection in terms of a, of, of a cricketer, um, in terms of well, certainly a batter. Um, and on this case, I just thought this was this was proper basketball. I've always seen it as that. Basketball to me is like, you, you, they have always looked to play the situation, but they've always looked to try to be in control and try to score at a decent enough rate that wasn't going to get them into an awful position, right? England again are away to India with a, still a decent bowling lineup. People say, "Well, Akash Deep isn't kind of one of their first liners." He's taken free for in the first fifteen minutes of the game. Like he's not a bad cricketer, right? Bowling what, and nearly ninety miles an hour. And for me, this is an indication that yeah, baseball has got so many different facets to it, and this is just another one, right? It's not like the first time 
that there has been a slow innings. I think it was the slowest kind of half century. But England has still rocked up and hit 300 in the in first, first innings of the first day in the Test match. And long gone are the days where we were celebrating the denture right, of Joe, Joe Denley or facing 100 balls. Um, and I, I just think that this, yeah, this isn't a case of, oh, they've listened to the likes of Jonathan Agnew and Skid Berry and all those random people who are shouting angry people at the, at the clouds. Um, I think this is just, again, demonstrating that what the team are doing kind of works. Like, uh, you, the people who are in charge are still Ben Stokes, are still Brendan McCullum. Like people saying, "Oh, this isn't baseball. This is going away from this part." I, I don't think you're paying attention, right? You, you don't change a culture, you don't change a philosophy, you don't change a complete style, kind of from game to game. You literally just go from game to game and play with that overall piece. Um, so, yeah, I think that people can't be sitting there claiming that I was right or all that kind of stuff. Just, just don't think it's true. I, I genuinely, like, it just doesn't work that way. It's, um, it's amazing, isn't it? The co- it's, it's. The coincidence, though, like the timing, the coincidence of timing is so annoying because they are going to think that and they are going to say, see, look what happens when you dig deep. And they're forgetting about the fact that that was Joe Root being Joe Root at his best because he is one of the few players in this team that could have the skill to actually do that. Um, And Ben Folks has never been a a basballer in the sense that they think what they think that means in terms of... Crawley, Duckett, Besto, the way they play. Ben Folks has put together a few innings for England now that are exactly like that, holding up and then re- like rotating the strike. But that's a really valuable role that he plays in this setup because it allows people who are still with him to actually carry on doing what they're doing. And it allows England to get a little bit more out the tail when they come in and they you know play the the aggressive cricket. So, um, Max, I think, it, I think it is that point, right? Basketball gives people the license to play their game. That's, that's the whole bit of, of this, right? Have the freedom to go and do what you're going to go and do. And Joe Root has what, shouldered the burden. I think it was Mark Butcher highlighting how many overs he was bowling, right, compared to that bit and the workload, etc. Here he's coming and be like, yeah, I'm under a bit of pressure, but this is the situation I'm going to play. And you saw Joe Root at kind of, yeah, his fluent best today. And he was, yeah, still looking to rotate the strike, still looking to be the person there. I just think that I think I said it was kind of sensationalism last time I was on on the thing. They were kind of looking, oh, told you so, told you so. Just doesn't work like that, I don't think. Um, I think a lot of credit needs to go to Ben Folks. I thought Ben Folks played really well today. Um, and there's an awful lot of people who sit there and go, oh, it's got to be Bearstow, folks, etc. Like they're just teammates kind of in this space. Bearstow actually kind of what came out, what, 38 runs actually in the context of the situation that was in, actually not a bad position and coming up against Ashwin like, it's always going to be challenging doesn't look like a sweeping wicket <laughs> to it um, I feel like I've seen Bairstow get out that way a thousand times in his career um, but that is the way it is and 38 runs is a, an okay contribution for a man who I think he probably hit about 38 runs in the whole series thus far um, <laughs> I and... think Johnny Johnny Bairstow's 38 is a lot more like when you talk about weighted averages and weighted runs I think it's a lot more valuable than 38 because I think he should be credited with at least 40 of the runs Joe Root scored because his dismissal was the catalyst for England putting the sweep back at the very, very back of the cupboard behind (laughs) all the Tupperware tubs and the pans that you never get out for that. You know, the one thing that you make and you need this, this particular item, this particular kitchen utensil that the sweep was behind that at the back of the cupboard in the second session. I think they played one 
um, mm-hmm. when it was down the leg side, and Joe, Joe Root still under-edged it and nearly caused himself some trouble. Um, like you said, it wasn't a sweeping pitch. Um, and Johnny Bairstow proved that, uh, and that allowed um, Ben Folks and, and Joe Root to, to play the way they did. So I think we have to give a lot of credit to Johnny Bairstow's sacrifice because the yeah. sacrifice is a key tactic of basketball. As we it know. is indeed. It is indeed. And um, you saw Ollie Robinson bring out the slog sweep uh, at the end of, <laughs> of dispatching uh, one for six, uh, which is lovely to see. And again, it is around the grit and determination of the of this team and trying to be in that position. But from to go from, what, 57 for three after they were in such a shit position in the last innings where they kind of collapsed, like we would not have been surprised if England would have completely folded in that mm. space, right? Um but they didn't, right? They, they, they stood up and hitting 300 again in this space of going, well, getting over 250 is a great achievement in this space. Um, there was an awful lot of chat on the pitch. And at the start, when the new ball was there, and it was hitting different things. Like, yeah, the Ben Stokes wicket is a joke, right? First day, that should not be happening. Like, regardless of, of the most rank turners or the biggest green tops, a ball bouncing kind of this much off the ground, <laughs> like that is that's, that's kind of unacceptable, right? But they, they still hit 300 runs in the first day. Right? There's something in it for yeah. the batsmen, there's something in it for the bowlers. Um, how this pitch then progresses over the next kind of couple of days, like that that's going to be remains to be seen. But overall, we've had a decent day's cricket. You cannot say you've not been entertained by the cricket that was on the show today. And has that been ruined or, or by the pitch? I, I don't I don't think you can kind of claim that right now. Um, but if the pitch is abhorrent tomorrow and and, and on Sunday then there's a question. I think it's too soon to, to criticise. Yeah, I, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because, I mean, on the face, you look at it and you're like, well, Joe Root scored 100, it can't be that bad. But then you, you sort of rewind a bit to the start of the day um, when the ball was harder and perhaps there was a little bit of moisture in the surface. <laughs> the first over, there were like three that bounced at Zach Crawley's head, which probably made it not look quite as extreme as it actually was, because when you remember that Zach Crawley is six foot four, an absolute <laughs> giant, and then a couple that are a little bit fuller absolutely died off the pitch. And, um, you know, Akash Deep was, I mean, he, and I mean, a word for him as well, by the way, he, he was, uh, it was, you know, a question between him and Mukesh coming in, and you thought, you know, is, is Akash Deep really? Um, they, made the, they made the right decision. Yeah, I great think. call, right? Mm. I mean, I think Mukesh Kumar is actually not very good. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I think like he's a perfectly fine cricketer, but there are just some bowlers, I think Jack was saying in one of the previous ones, who just can't stand up to the test of basball. Like, and I, I think Mukesh Kumar is one of those things that he just doesn't elicit. Find him under Scott Boland. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's just no fear factor on it. Akash Deep, yeah. new, new, new thing. And actually, was bowling in the right areas. Like the ball to get Crawley out on both occasions, right? It wasn't a case of the ball staying lower. It's literally coming back in off the seam, hitting top of off stump, and just like fair play. Like there's some really, really good deliveries. The one that Siraj bowled to Hartley was an absolute jaffer. Yeah. Like the Indian paces yet again coming up, and you're just like, this is such an impressive India side. Um, and I think so many people are so I said it last time as well, like so ready to underestimate the talent that India have got at their disposal. Um, I do think one of the big factors in Joe Root's innings today is them not having Bumrah. I think it's a huge factor, yeah. right? Um, Bumrah is such a threat to any batsman, but in particular, it's clear Joe Root does not like facing. 13 Bumrah. times he's got Joe Root out, I think. Um, three three in this series already. It's uh... Yeah, he walks, he walks out. Joe Root might as well wear the Playboy bunny is as he's going to the <laughs> crease. Like, that should be the thing when he's playing against Bumrah. But it does yeah. make a massive difference, right? And if you don't have your best bowler out there, to try mm. and take down England's best batter, then there's going to be an advantage to England. But 
you can only hit what's in front of you, right? And Joe Root mm-hmm. has managed to do that today, um, which was a yeah, a really, really important century. And the fact that England are 2-1 down against this India side, um, they've just they've, they've won the toss, they've batted, they've got over 300 runs. They are still in this, right? Anything can happen. And that is exactly what any neutral fan would want um, for this. So I, th- I think yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really sort of a nice place to be. And we've got a great next couple of days of Test match cricket ahead of us. Um, I don't think it's going to go the full five days. I don't think it'll go. No. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe not. But I mean, yeah, it's three hundred in the day. It's a pretty. That's a pretty normal place for a for a Test match to be. So we'll 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 see. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I was really impressed with Akash Deep. He bowled a lot quicker than I thought. He, he you know, he was one hundred and forty k's pretty much the entire time. You know, eighty seven pushing pushing nine. Like really, really impressive. Like you mm. said, hit his areas beautifully. Got plenty out of the pitch at the start um i i do think aside from the one that kept low for ben stokes which like you can't stress enough was that was abhorrent that shouldn't be happening on day three let alone uh (laughs) let alone before lunch on on day one and there were a few more that kept low after that but in the first session yeah the ball was like there was some pretty extreme bounce at times a lot of seam movement but it wasn't that far removed from what you can get on the first like session of a of a test match that that does happen i think i don't know whether you agree but i do i think with all the chat beforehand about the it looking like a plate and the cracks down the middle as soon as crawley got done by that one that you know it reared back like it was you know it was akin to an 87 mile and off spinner sure but sea movement happens right that's the thing it was a really good ball but as soon as that happened england had it in their heads like oh this is like we can't survive on this this is going to be a disaster we just got to go and hit it as quickly as we can and score score what we can. Um which I think possibly led to the, the carnage that we saw. And um and after lunch it did flatten out. I think the ball got softer. There was a lot less of that kind of invariable bounce. It was more quite consistently keeping low. But it was quite easy to stay in. It was just very difficult to score runs. So England mm-hmm. put the sweep away one of the major ways that we're going to get out. And um, and then just sort of hung around a bit and and like you say, like batted beautifully to to get the runs. Um, Tim saying the chat is similar to the wicket for South Africa India in the last test. I was thinking the same in the in the morning. It was it had that kind of vibe uh, about it, and it which wasn't a a great pitch. But once the ball went a bit soft, it was quite easy to stay in. I thought, and I think that's uh, going to be really interesting with this India innings. I think Robinson, if he can find the right areas like Akash Deep could be a real handful if he gets that seam movement. Um, but if England don't make early inroads, um, you know, assuming it's going to be some point in the first session tomorrow, mm-hmm. then I, I, it, it could be if, if there could be runs to be had in the, in the, um, in, in that middle session towards the end of the day. So it'll be interesting to see, yeah, how, how the pitch holds up. Cause I mean, it is bare and there's every chance that after day three, it's going to be, spewing all over the place but you know it's not it's not got there isn't necessarily a ball with your name on it unless you're ben stokes yeah and and i think that when it comes to like the team like both teams have got quite an interesting um kind of was it kind of bowling attack i think now for for, for this pitch actually and i think that if stokes is going to potentially bowl as well in this space we've got anderson we've got robinson you've got the off spinner in bashir and you've got hartley the left hand and joe root to kind of support i think like that it's yeah it's not as good as india's bowling lineup but it is there to cause enough problems i think 
Um, I think this test match is exactly what you want from when the series is really on the line. I think that we're going to have a really good couple of days of test match cricket. Um, and I think, yeah, I don't... This whole series has not been similar to when England last played in India. Uh, regardless of what happened in our YouTube comments, like the pitches were absolutely shocking, right? When it kind of came to it. And oh, pitches are allowed to spin from day one. Yeah, but the test matches shouldn't be over in two days, right? There's, there's that part around it. Um, here, I think actually the cricket has been the main talking point. I think that's fantastic. Um, Ollie Pope, what 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 was that shot? <laughs> totally, you don't, as I said before, I think he kind of deserved to get out. Um, and there's just been some just genuinely kind of some good bowling off the back of it. And Siraj is... Yeah, always fun to watch. Um, mm. Max, we we have England three hundred and two for seven. Um, if England can get what another twenty five runs, fifty runs, that puts them into a, a really competitive space. Um, there's also the possibility of England completely folding and being all out for three hundred and ten. <laughs> yeah, that would still be a good score. I think like mm. having think getting to three hundred after the start they had, I think is is really good. But I mean. The everyone was saying after the first session, don't judge a pitch until both teams are batted on it. It's the the, the classic saying. I, I but I do think in this case that is that's a very fair assessment assessment to make. I'm really interested to see how it plays tomorrow. But I think England are in a genuinely in a really really strong strong position. And I think in India probably, um, I mean they're probably a bit poor today to be honest. Overall, like Akashdeep was great at the start. Um, Siraj bowled really nicely when the ball started reversing, but in that middle session when Joe Root and folks were there, I mean, it, they just let it drift. It was if it was as if they were waiting basically for the pitch to do the work for them. I didn't see any sort of ingenuity from Rohit Sharma. No encouragement for them to try and play a slightly more dangerous shot. They left the sweep area open. That they weren't playing that shot. Like that's fine. Take someone else out. Put them somewhere else. Move it mm -hmm. around. Give them something else to think about. Don't let them just nerdle it. And I think. Um, I think they were a bit poor from that perspective. I think they were a bit poor in the field as well, to be honest. They're like a few misfields and letting the pressure off. Um, so, and that, and that was that was quite different, right, from how the last test ended. Yeah, and that, that, that was a bit. And I think we said if India can continue that attacking approach, that game management approach, actually they're going to be a real handful. And I think I think they were on top. Right. Yeah. 112 for five. They had every, every chance. One more. That was, that's the other thing. Like if they one wicket in that session to get folks or Joe Root and. You know, you you you're thinking you can wrap the England, the rest of the England innings up reasonably quickly, but that's not that's not what happened. England batted well, and um, I think they're in a really strong, yeah, really really strong position. Um, it's uh, it's all to play for. Where do you what do you reckon? Where's your money on? You got to put your hammer your your you know flag. I'm, 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 I've been really impressed by England's kind of fight today, if I'm perfectly honest, and and I think that. It, I think England have got a well-balanced bowling lineup, and if this pitch goes the way we think this pitch is going to go, I think winning the toss and batting first was absolutely essential. To Huge, it. yeah. Um, so I, I think England, if England can get themselves to three fifty, I think that is a big, big position to kind of try to overcome. And as you say, both teams have to bat on it, etc. All kinds of stuff can happen between that part. But if England get to three fifty, they are well in this test match, and they've given themselves a target to, uh, to to bowl at, which I think is really really important. And they they haven't been particularly good at capitalising on those positions. I think they've thrown one or two away in this test series. Um, India, however, could wrap up tomorrow so quickly, and they could put up a very big score. Like you just you just don't know at this point. But I think this game is probably fifty five percent in favour of England. Actually, would be my Ross viz. 
on this. <laughs> um, if, 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 if you take the draw out of the equation, right? Uh, yep. 55 for England, kind of 45 for India, purely on the fact that there's runs on the board. Hmm. Um, if, it, if India were in this position, I'd kind of say the same on, on, on the other side. So I think this is really, really nicely balanced for it. Um, and depending what happens in that first session tomorrow, could could swing that. But um, yeah, I think when, for, when, we, when we're live tomorrow, and hopefully the people who are watching this kind of come back tomorrow, and you could like and subscribe and do whatever else. Yeah. Um, don't forget all our brilliant IPL coverage that's going to happen in just over a month's time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it, Max. Yeah, no, uh, I, I think yeah, I think England probably probably edging it after after today. I think what tipped it over the edge for me as well in terms of who's on top was Jice while bowling the last over. I think that that cemented England's uh, moral victory for the day uh, in my eyes. Vibes cricket. That is what that is. That is vibes cricket. Yeah. It's like the, the guys hit back to back double centuries. Do you reckon he can take a wicket with some like pretty dodgy yeah. legs? I mean, uh, actually, by the end of the, by the end of the over, a couple of them came out quite nice. The first ball he bowled was absolutely disgusting. Um, mm. But by the end, he got some acts. Genuinely, got some turn. Um, so maybe England will be ruining um, uh, dropping well, Ren. Although he wouldn't have been able to play, of course, because he's gone back. And we should send our wishes to him. Another mm. other casualty of this series. But um, uh, well, so Max, uh, okay. you said about ruining. So uh, a lot of lions. Which is that a Pokemon in uh, in that? Is that uh, is it all thing? Yeah, it's Dragonite. I think. Oh, there we go. Um, in his avatar. Um, the reviews burnt by India could be huge. I think that one of them actually was going to hit. The well, stomach. Ollie Robinson was plum, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, there was there was those bits, and uh, yeah, again, it comes it comes down to a little bit of desperation at, at times. But the reviews have worked in India's favour on more than one occasion, which is. I mean, the review to get Pope was one of the best reviews I've ever seen on yeah. cricket. Um, like, I have yeah, to he, say, he, like, that was. I no never in my wildest dreams I think that was out like he, he was down the down the wicket it looked like it hit, pitched hit, hit, him on the, hit him on the knee roll hit him on the knee roll yeah and that's, that's, that's the thing around India like India uh, a change in the way we see it right there's been a lot of LBW decision in England cricket where things are hitting uh, above the knee roll and yep man well what happened in India be fine um, but I do think yeah the reviews are a key part um, of that and yeah again we've got three wickets left um, for England, uh, so I'm not sure it's going to play a major, major part. But if Ollie Robinson goes on, who knows? He's already got um, 30, not bad. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you ever so much for the 80, 90 people who have tuned in. Quite different to the thousand people we had in um, a few days ago. <laughs> um, we wonder why. But um, yeah, we'll look forward to uh, seeing what happens tomorrow, and uh, maybe it'll be India's day tomorrow. Cheerio. listening to the cricket podcast i think it was a disgraceful performance and i think it should never be permitted to happen again that is very good sports social podcast network Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.